grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today is from Mark, the third chapter. Then Jesus went home, and when his family heard it, they went out to seize him, for they were saying, he's out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying, he's possessed by Beelzebub the devil. And Jesus said, If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. A house divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. Truly I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the children of man and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. Of course, that eternal sin is just simply hardened unbelief. Dear friends of Christ, our gospel today is a very difficult text. And I can remember, I think maybe I preached on it once before, and I didn't like preaching on it then either. And uh, stayed up till 5.30 this morning working on this one because it just is hard to put together. And I'll do the best I can to explain it. Jesus was facing opposition. This is right at the beginning of his ministry. He'd just gotten his team of disciples together. And now Jesus was extremely popular at this point. The, the populace, the people loved him. They loved the miracles. They loved the excitement. They loved his message. And they were following him. The crowds were following him everywhere, hoping to see a miracle. They had just witnessed one. Jesus had just caused a demon to leave a man. And the man was deaf and blind because of the demon possession. And so Jesus cast that out of him, and the people were amazed that he had that kind of power, that he could talk to the demons and command command them, and they'd flee. They knew Jesus was special. They knew he wasn't an ordinary prophet. And they were hoping, many of them, And the rumor was very clear that this is the Messiah, the the promised one who was to come. So the people wanted to hear more. Now, that's not what Satan wanted. Satan doesn't want people listening to God. So Satan decides, I'm going to send a delegation, a satanic delegation of opposition. And the people are going to oppose Jesus. And, and of course, the Pharisees came from Jerusalem and said, he's from the devil, that's why he can cast out the demons. He's Satan himself. And, of course, that scared some people away. But there was another demonic delegation that opposed Jesus. It was a surprising delegation. It was his family. It was his mother. And, and if he had brothers and sisters, there's... there's debate about whether he had any brothers or sisters. I believe he did, and I believe James was one of his brothers. His family. Christianity is still dealing with this satanic opposition today, even within families. Within families, you'll have one, the, the, the wife will believe in Jesus and the husband won't, or the husband will believe in Jesus and the wife won't, or the parents believe in Jesus and the children don't. And there's division in the household. And of course, some members who believe, those who believe in Christ will be saved, 
and they're a member of two kingdoms, or the Bible calls it two houses. There's the house of God, the kingdom of God. There's a house of Satan, the kingdom of Satan. And so if you believe that Jesus Christ is your Savior over sin, you'll be in the house of God forever. And if you believe in the lies of the world, you believe in the kingdom of Satan, the father of lies, the kingdom of darkness. Lies and eternal destruction. So let's consider our theme today, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And we understand the concept. A house divided against itself can't stand. If you have a husband and you have a wife who are continually at each other's throat, if they're continually arguing, if that husband and wife are continually disagreeing about everything, eventually their union will fail. They'll get divorced. They'll get separated. They'll be ripped apart, divided. Just like what I showed in the cards how Satan wants to divide us from God. He also wants to divide us from one another. Now, let me simplify this text. Let me, let me say this. If we allow ourselves to be divided from Jesus and His truth, we will fall. That's really all this text is about. Only Jesus and his kingdom will stand. Only Jesus and his truth will stand. Only Jesus' house will stand. And if we allow our sin, our, our, our soul, our belief to fall into unbelief, our souls will die. And we will be forever divided from God in eternal death. We cannot stand on our own. We cannot stand in our own sin. We cannot stand in our own truth. Do you know why? Because the truth of man is a lie. That's why Proverbs says, and listen to it, the house of the wicked will be destroyed. The house, the kingdom of the wicked will be destroyed. But the tent of the righteous will flourish. The people of God will flourish. There is a way that appears to be right to man, but in the end it leads to death. There is a way that seems right to man. There is a truth that seems right, but in the end, it will lead you to death. And, and King Solomon here in the book of Proverbs is talking about eternal death and eternal ripping and eternal separation and eternal division and eternal destruction. And that's what Satan wants from you. He wants your soul. He wants to separate you from God. And that's what's happening in our text. Satan didn't just want the ordinary Joe to go to hell. Satan wanted Jesus' family too. Remember, Jesus had just come home. He was in the area where his family and friends were. He was preaching there and healing there. But Jesus' family couldn't take what they were hearing. Because the crowd, they were all excited. They said, this, this Jesus is the Messiah. And Jesus wasn't denying it. Jesus is the Messiah. And Jesus was saying, worship me. The family thought Jesus had gone crazy. The text says they thought he was mad. And I would too if one of my boys came up and said, Dad, I'm the Messiah. I'd say, uh-oh, we've got problems. 
And so Mary, his brothers, sisters, they go out and they try to shut Jesus up. They're trying to protect him from himself. They thought he'd gone crazy, lost his mind, gone mad. You see, at this point, they didn't understand, did they? At this point, at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, they still didn't get it. And in the midst of their naivete, they were easily deceived and they became the voice of the opposition. They literally blasphemed by saying, Jesus is not the Messiah. Quit listening to my brother. Quit listening to my son. He is not the Messiah. We don't know what's wrong with him. We don't know why he's babbling like this. We don't know where this came from. You know what blasphemy is. Blasphemy is when you speak lies about God and say what you want him to be. It's when we oppose his truth. And that's what Jesus' family was doing. They were opposing the truth. They couldn't stomach this Messiah thing. And if they didn't repent, they would lose their souls forever. And Satan would divide them from his kingdom, from God's kingdom. That's why Jesus said this, and listen to our text. And Jesus' mother and Jesus' brothers came, and standing outside, they sent to Jesus and called him. A crowd was sitting around Jesus, and they said to him, Your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. And he answered them, Who are my mother and brothers? I don't know who those people are. They're not part of my family. They're blasphemers. They're speaking falsehoods. And then he says, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. Do you know what Jesus is saying? If you know that Jesus is the Son of God who, as God came into the world, took on human flesh, lived a perfect life, kept the Ten Commandments that we couldn't keep, and then suffered and died in our place, and if you believe in Him, you'll have eternal life, all your sins are forgiven, then you live in His kingdom. But if you don't believe that, if you deny that, you're members of Satan's family. There's only two kingdoms, there's only two houses, there's only two families. And that truth even applied to Jesus' mom. Could Satan get Mary to deny Jesus? And at that time, that's exactly what they were doing. They were guilty of the sin of blasphemy. Spreading lies about Jesus. Why? Because they didn't think he was the Messiah. They didn't think he was who he claimed to be. He had to be nuts. But Jesus wanted to save his family. And Jesus wanted to save all those who were blaspheming his name that day. He wanted to save the blasphemers. And so, to reach these unbelieving people, Jesus used the word stand. He said, if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And this is where our text gets tricky. Jesus' family if they did not repent of their sins and their blasphemy, 
their house would not stand. Because of their unbelief. Fortunately, we know Jesus' family repented. Mary repented. She was at the foot of Jesus' cross when he died, worshiping him. And Jesus' brother James, you know, wrote the book of James. And so they repented, later understood. They came to the knowledge of the truth, and Satan didn't win their souls. But there was a day, there was a day when first Satan was using them. Satan's still trying to divide Jesus' house, and Satan is tricky. He uses those who are closest to Jesus to bring the deception, to do his work. He uses us. He uses sinners in his church to accomplish his purpose. And so church members do sin, and they fall into sin, and they get stuck in sin, and then they wander away from God because they feel bad about themselves, and then they come to church and they hear about their sin, and they can't stomach it any longer. So they wander away, or the members bicker, and they fight, and God's church becomes hopelessly divided. And instead of seeking the truth of God's Word and uniting in God's Word, the people of God fight. And I want you to think about the issues that the churches fight over, and all the different denominations. You've got liberal, liberal denominations out there to the very conservative ones. And there are many people that don't like us as Lutherans, as LCMS Lutherans, because they say we're too narrow-minded, that we stand too much on the Word of God, that we claim we know the truth when we simply are just saying what God has said. But consider the topics we fight over, living together before marriage. And some churches say, listen, we're all sinners, we all sin sexually anyway, so it doesn't really matter, just ask for forgiveness and people can do what they want to do. Let them do what they want to do, it's just natural. Or, or how about the topic of homosexuality? Or gender fluidity? That's where a man doesn't know if he's a female, or a female doesn't know if, he's a, if she's a man. You've heard about that. And there are churches who take stands on that, say there's no problem there. And instead of seeking the truth of God's Word, people give credence to human opinion. And when the opinion of sinful people oppose God's, opposes God's truth, that's where blasphemy is. Because God's Word has been changed. God's truth has been changed. God has been changed. God's will has been changed. And blasphemy has happened. And the church is divided among itself. And a church like that cannot stand. Why? Because we're no longer abiding in the truth. But Jesus said something very powerful about his church. Something wonderful. Speaking of God's church, Jesus said, I will build my church. I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against her. That's good news. Martin Luther agreed as he wrote in, in his hymn, A Mighty Fortress. Though hordes of devils fill the land, all threatening to devour us, we tremble not, unmoved we stand. Unmoved we stand, they cannot overpower us. Ah, so Jesus' work is more powerful than the sinners in his church. That's good. That's good to know. Jesus' house will always stand because it's built on truth. 
his house stands on truth, and, it, and truth can never be divided or changed. That's not true in Satan's house. It's not true in Satan's kingdom. Satan's kingdom will fall. Do you know why Satan's kingdom will fall? Because it's built on a lie. Satan's kingdom cannot stand because it feeds on itself. Listen to how Jesus addressed this group of blasphemers who changed who he was, these, this group of unbelievers. He didn't hold back any punches. Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. <laughs> Ouch. And your will is to do what your father desires. He, Satan, was a murderer from the beginning, from the minute Adam and Eve entered into the world and he deceived them with the fruit tree, the forbidden fruit. He's a murderer from the beginning and he does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks of his own character for he is a liar and he's a father of lies. Does Satan manipulate you? Does he lie to you? You bet he does, that's his nature. Using manipulation and lies. Have you ever known somebody to manipulate you before? To lie to you before? Maybe your wife is pretty good at it. Maybe your husband's pretty good at it. Maybe you're pretty good at it. Manipulating and lying? It's a devil's old trick. So Satan manipulates us. He uses the power of persuasion. He use, uses the power of lies to deceive and to divide and to separate mind from soul, people from God. But his, home, his, his house cannot stand. His kingdom cannot stand. You know why? Because Satan devours those he manipulates. Satan devours those he lies to. Remember, Satan is the wily serpent. In Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve, he, he caused them, he deceived them. Surely you will not die. They ate the fruit. In the Garden of Eden, God cursed the serpent. In Revelation, the serpent is called the great dragon. So serpent, great dragon, it's the same thing. And when God cursed the great dragon, the serpent in the Garden of Eden, do you remember what he said? You will eat dust all the days of your life. We're not talking about a snake crawling around the ground eating dust. We're talking about the devil eating dust. And you say, what dust does Satan eat? Would you remember where you came from? Do you remember to where you're going? Do you remember Peter's warning? Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls about like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And you remember what happens to us when we die? Psalmist reminds us, By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of the ground you were taken, for you were dust. And to dust you will return. So Satan eats his prey. He eats the dust of lost souls. And his house cannot stand. Again, listen to these words from Isaiah. Speaking of heaven, Isaiah writes that we're safe. He says heaven is going to be a beautiful place. The wolf and the lamb will graze together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, and the child will play with the asp. But... 
dust shall be the serpent's food. An alternate meaning for the word devil is to divide. It's not the main meaning, but it's one of the alternate meanings. To divide. And Satan wants to divide. He wants to divide you from God. He wants to divide you from God's truth. He seeks to divide our souls. He seeks to divide our families. He seeks to divide husband from wife and wife from husband and and parents from children. To rip apart our families. And he seeks to divide us by manipulating us and then teaching us how we can then manipulate one another. And when we manipulate one another for our own benefit, we're accomplishing the devil's purposes. And that kingdom can't stand. However, God's kingdom stands. And God's children, saved by his blood, made holy in communion. We, we take holy communion, his body and blood given and shed for you, and, and you receive his body, and you participate in that body, and you have that forgiveness, and you become one with God and one with one another. Why? Because God said so. He unites us in his blood. In that sacrificial blood of Christ, all your sins were placed upon the cross, and your sins have been removed. And now you are made perfect through the blood of Christ. Jesus says something very comforting in our text. He says, no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Then indeed he may plunder his house. Truly I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the children of God, the children of man, and whatever blasphemies they utter. All sins will be forgiven, even the blasphemies they utter. You know what that means? Jesus is the Almighty. Jesus is a strong man. Jesus is the one who binds Satan. Jesus is the one who binds the devil and makes him powerless. Jesus is the one who makes his house fall. And Jesus protects his children. Jesus protects his family. Remember what I told the kids? All you have to do is cry out, Dear Jesus, forgive me. And the devil flees. He cannot stand where you have been made perfect. And Jesus protects his house and he protects his kingdom and it will never fall through his forgiving blood. We turn to Jesus for salvation. And we will even be forgiven all the blasphemies we have uttered. God's church stands. It's not divided. Because Jesus, the Almighty, protects us. And that's why Luther was able to write these words in the, as we conclude from the third article of the Apostles' Creed. The Holy Ghost has called me by the gospel, by the good news, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the one true faith. Even as he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth, and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith, in which Christian church he daily forgives and richly forgives all sins to me and all believers. And that last day, he'll raise me up and all the dead and give to me and all believers in Christ everlasting life. His house will never be divided. His house will always stand. This is most certainly true. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.